up, everybody? This is episode 216 of Connectivity. I'm Brian Rose, and I'm here today with Matt West. Hi, everybody. And Adam Abu Nassar. Man, I used to think of awesome things to say every episode, but... Yeah, I, I've kind of given up on the cool <laughs> intro. I'm just going to say hi and, and get it over with. But, yeah, we're all here today. We're here today to talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's been out for... I think by the time this goes out, it's going to be a month. So it's been out a month. And um, I think we've all beaten it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, Well, I haven't gotten to the first gym yet. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be... Uh, not very helpful in this talk, then. Yeah, you're you're gonna be. Uh, well, well, the you, uh, the in, the tutorial's like what a really long one, right? So it feels yeah, like least, it. I've been playing for like seventy five hours. Yeah. I beat the elite four, but I still can't find the first gym. They yeah, let I, they let you in to the elite four without beating the first gym. That's weird. Well, like I beat a it's bunch funny. of other people, but not the first gym. Yeah. You've done trials, but you haven't done gyms. Yeah, oh my gosh, I did like 20 trials. How many of those yeah. do you have to do before you get to the gyms? I'm pretty sure there's only seven. Oh. Well, I think I did all those. Yeah. But yes, we have been playing Pokemon Sun for last month. Um, I, I guess what we should talk about first is what we liked. And, and one of the things I liked, and we just brought it up in a way, is... um. They did get rid of gyms for this game, which is like a, the first time in any Pokemon game, main, mainstream Pokemon game, that doesn't have a, a gym. And in its place are trials where you pretty much beat Pokemon or you solve puzzles and eventually you get to the um, a trial leader or a, a trial Pokemon that you have to beat and eventually you get the uh, trial badge or... Um, or what are they called? The the Z rings. The Z yeah, crystals. The Z crystals. Yeah. They go into Z your crystal. Z ring. Gosh. I keep thinking they're Z. I think that's what they're they're selling, right? The Z yeah, rings. Yeah, the Z ring, but yeah. it comes with Z yeah. crystals. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, you you beat those, and then eventually, I guess, if you beat all four island masters, you go to Elite Four, where about four more people and. Eventually, you beat the champion, which, spoilers, since this is a spoiler cast, we're going to spoil. Gonna it's spoil uh, actually, yeah, we're going to spoil everything. Uh, the, the final Elite Four champion is none other than the Professor. No, is... it's none other than the player. The player is the champion, and then the Professor comes up oh, behind. Right, right. Yeah. He's like, you're the champion, but now you have to battle me. Yeah. Which is awesome because you go sit in your chair and your chair looks so awesome. Because the story is it's the first um, Elite Four kind of deal that they're actually doing. They just built the Pokemon League over in uh, Aloha. And yeah. you're the first champion. Yeah, you I do have that, to beat the professor. I, I, I liked that. I liked that Alola does not yet have its own Pokemon League. And you kind of get to see it be constructed a little bit over the course of the story. Yeah. And uh, then you end up becoming the first champion. It's not like in, you know, like Red and Blue or Gold and Silver, where who knows what number champion it's, you are. It's not as heavily structured as the other Pokemon games. It's it's far more 
we're doing something different and we're doing it differently by having you go through these trials and then eventually we're going to build a Pokemon League. And we're building a Pokemon mm-hmm. League and then at the end of the game it's it's there for you to chat to tackle. Yeah. And it, it's, it's... And you know what? Another thing is I found these games to be a little bit harder than the other games. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe I'm just not remembering as much, but I remember having to grind a lot more in this game because it's, it's, it's pretty tough. It's they're pretty clever with their movesets and, and stuff. Hmm. See, I used one Pokemon throughout the entire game, and I turned my experience share on, and I didn't find it very hard. I lost one battle, and spoilers, it's right when you walk into the battle tree after going through that like grueling oh. long thing, red and blue show up, and they're like, hey, who do you want to fight? And I'm like, fuck you guys, Like, I need to heal my Pokemon. Like, I'm trying to I know this egg and evolve this, like crappy little Pokemon. Because there's a long, long path that you take and then all of a sudden red and blue are there. I'm like, well, I want to battle you, but my Pokemon are like half dead. I need to go to the Pokemon Center. That was and really I sad. Up... I had so much money and I was like, no, they're going to take yeah. half of it. And then they only took 10,000. And then I went yeah, and yeah, beat them again that. with the happy hour amulet coin thing. <laughs> and I took like, I think like $30,000 from them. I was like, fuck you guys, you bitches. I battled red because I wanted to hear the cool theme song, but then I died. So I battled blue after that, and I mean that, that he has the uh, champion league theme from um, red and blue, so that was cool too. But. Yeah, I liked the intro music for blue. And I was like, oh, yeah. which I love that song so much. Yeah. So these are actually spoilers for me. I have not done a ton of the oh. post game content. I'm so uh, sorry. No, well, that's no, no, it. That, that's that's, that's the entire done... post game. That's is you fine. go to the battle tree and that's it. There's nothing else. Well, added. that and the Ultra Beast storyline with Looker, which yeah. I literally I'm di- like, just did the Ultra Beasts, like all of it, like half of my it. My brother's so, been bugging me about doing it, and I haven't really done it. So he just grabbed my game right now and got Bug Swole. Oh. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> well, but I, I think there's like a few more after that. Yeah, I think there are six. And yeah. then there's, like, one special legendary that it's implied that he's an Ultra Beast, but, like, the Ultra Beast balls aren't effective against him, like, hmm. yeah, hmm. or whatever. Um, but I did four of them in, like, an hour, like, really fast. I captured the first one. I forget which one it was. I mean, they I all have like, three names. It's yeah, kind of confusing. Like, like UB or UB something, right? Yeah, it's UB something, and then they have a code name, and then they have a real name. And it's like, yeah. geez, like these yeah. are all so stupid. The first one is like Nihelgo or something, but its code name is something else. And then it's UBO one. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting tough memorizing all these Pokemon names. I mean, there's like eight hundred of them now. So, <laughs> so forgive me if I forget a few of them. But yeah, um, yeah I, I don't. I, I've tried. I've done a little bit of the Ultra Beast missions. I've done them all. Um, but yeah, there's not. A ton of post game content, but there's enough. I think. I there's think a lot certain... of people were, were disappointed with uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire the remakes because there wasn't a Brow Frontier. But um, I think this makes up for it. I think there's enough post game content to where it's not too bad. It's not. It's it's not a lot to like sink your teeth into, but there's enough to satisfy. Yeah, I mean, it's more than X and Y. Yeah, yeah. X, X and Y was like, go catch Mewtwo, and then you're done. 
Well, no, X yeah. and Y had something that... The, 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 there was that island, right? Was there an island you go to? Uh, I can't remember. I remember Mewtwo, like, you were in this, like, really flowery field, and then he was in, like, a cave in yeah. the field. What? I went there. I never caught Mewtwo. Uh, you know what? The whole legendary thing doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why, but it's like... Yeah, I mean, I want to complete my Pokédex eventually, but I'm more interested in just playing the game and you know it, it, there's so many legendary pokemon out there now that the name legendary is kind of tainted i mean yeah there's like a what 50 or 60 of these now and it's not, they're not very legendary if there's like 60 of them yeah like no. i was looking through the breeding groups and i think the biggest breeding group is the no egg group <laughs> yeah yeah and those are all legendary pokemon yeah yeah or which Pokemon can't breed? Like, um, like Magnemite I don't, I don't, and Legendaries. Like, that's it. Well, what about Ditto? Magnemite Ditto can't breed. Can't breed with, oh, okay. Wait, Ditto can breed? No, no, it can't breed its own Ditto offspring. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, it can breed literally anything else. But yeah. it, it oh. can't breed <laughs> another Ditto. So, one thing that I think is pretty funny about this game is just how quickly you get eggs. Like, I would yeah. catch a Pokemon yeah. and then go be like, oh, this Pokemon is rare, I want to breed a bunch of them. And then I'd go throw it in the little thing and run in a circle, and I would just get so many eggs. I was like, <laughs> damn, Ditto, like, slow down. He moves fast. Oh, yeah. And she'd yeah, be like, yeah. I really because... like each other, but I'd get, like, yeah. 20 well, eggs. If... I found if they don't like each other, they're not going to do it for a long time. So I just keep... What I do is I use um, Tauros, I believe it is, and then I just keep running up and down the path until eventually an egg comes out. But if it's if I do stuff on Wonder Trade and then I use the Wonder Trade Pokemon, I mean, it'll be like that. It'll be very fast. I don't know. I so, still get them pretty fast, even with my own Pokemon. And what I do is I run in a circle on Tauros right in front of the nursery. Yeah, Tauros is the best uh, method to catching. That, and you make sure you have... Um, I use the Firebird Pokemon, I forget its name. Talonflame? No, I Talonflame. use the Pokepelago. One of the islands, you can put 18 eggs in there and just leave it. And then when you come back, like they're all ready to hatch. Hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Like, I still need to, like, like for me, breeding is, like, one of the biggest factors in the game because eventually I want to, like, do all the IV training and do all the EV training and get, like, six Pokemon and then just go to the Valtry and, and wreak havoc. But, um, I haven't gotten that far yet. I, I still need to figure out what team I actually want. So, I mean, that's the whole other game. That's the that's the post game for me. Is say, okay, I beat the game, so now I have to like think of what team I actually want to use going forward. And then eventually, Pokemon Bank is gonna come out with its update. I think it's next month still. Hopefully, it is. And that's where um, you'll be able to transfer all your X and Y Pokemon to um, these new games, and plus you can uh, um, bring in your uh, red, blue, and yellow Pokemon. Which will be very interesting to see how they do that. Can you move your Gen 5 Pokemon up there? Yeah. Okay. You can transfer everything up um, starting with Generation 3. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, 
with all the other ones, you had to chain them. But yeah. starting with the Poke Bank, you could just upload like Gen Five up in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what it does is you um, transfer everything you tran everything you have in Gen Five into Pokemon Transporter, I think. And a transporter takes it over to the bank. I think that's okay. how it works. And then you can put them in your PC or whatever. But, um, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Bank will, I think the update's out next month. And I haven't had Pokemon Bank in a long time. I hope I didn't, like, lose any Pokemon. You, I forget. They do, they do delete it after a while. What? No. But, but, well, you better check and make oh sure you have your Pokemon. I, I, I wonder <laughs> if I even had anything in there. I mean, I paid, I think it's like $5 for a year. And um, I just renewed mine, so, I mean, my Pokemon are safe. Gosh. I, mm. I forget specifics. Uh, I, I think they do take them down, delete them if it, if they don't access them for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm not I've sure. Ne- I've never had Pokemon Bank, so I don't really know. Yeah, I have to. I have to have it because I have like over a thousand Pokemon from like all sorts of games. Jeez. Yeah, so it's it's interesting hearing you guys talk about this because I I don't play Pokemon the same way. Um, I do not get into the metagame stuff like yeah. at all. Oh, I, it's I do awful! Not, it's I, so I, terrible. I don't I don't care at all about IVs or EVs or breeding or any of that. I don't care about using legendaries. Um, so the way that I play Pokemon, and the way that I've always played Pokemon is, uh, you know, I start a game, I finish the game, and uh, then I'm kind of done for a little while, and then I go back to it, and I completely reset it. Uh, delete my save file, start all what? over, uh, with, a new, with a new starter, new team, uh, and, and that's how I play. Um, so, yeah. yeah I, know, I know that's really weird, and it's a different way from most people, but yeah, that's how I've always played Pokemon. But what, uh, about, that's what, what about that's your what Pokemon? I do on occasion. You don't save what, your what was Pokemon? Your no, I don't, I've never... No. Wow. Sorry. Sorry to my... See, this is why uh, you'll never be the champion, because you need to love your Pokemon, Matt. You're, you're <laughs> right. You're right. I, uh, I'm in this solely for me, so... Uh. No, I have a, I always start new games, but what I do is I transfer the Pokemon I like into another game. And then I just start the new game, and then eventually I bring them back over to my new game. Yeah. But, um, no, I've been collecting since Fire Red and Sapphire and all those games. I, uh, I, I think, like, for me, it's just like, I don't have a reason to save them. Like, what, what am I going to use them for? Um, uh, like, I, I don't. Pokédex easier. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I haven't cared about completing the Pokedex since Gen 2, so, there's just too, yeah. there's just too many of them at this point. Yeah, I, just, I, I forget whatever. the new number now, but I think it's like an 800. It's over 800, sure. I think. I, I think it's 802. What do you guys think of the new Pokemon in the game since we're talking about gross numbers of Pokemon? Yeah, um, uh, the new Pokemon? Yeah, just in general, like, like the starters, what do you guys think of the starters? I like them. Uh, I, I three, do too. All three. What well, I like about them is is that they went in a different direction with these starters. I mean, yeah, there's always a grass and there's always fire and there's always water, but they kind of changed up the subtypes. Like, uh, ghost the the grass Pokemon's uh, final evolution is a grass ghost, and 
I think we have fire and dark for yeah the fire yeah. one. I, I forget and, and a water fairy for the last for the other one. So yeah, some really They're interesting different. typing. Incineroar makes me very angry because he's a physical fire. attacker and he's fire, and the only physical fire moves he can learn are like fire bite or something. I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, fire fang. Fire, fire fang. fang. And it's not very strong, and it doesn't have 100 accuracy. And then the other one is, I think it's called Flare Blitz, where it hurts mm, him. Yeah. Which is, like, so yeah. annoying. Like, so I don't have any fire moves it, it I can't can use. can't put a flamethrower? I can put flamethrower, but he's flame a physical attacker. Flamethrower is a special attacker, attack. So mm-hmm. his special attack stat is really low. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm bummed that I carried him through the whole game. I just didn't really use him. The main Pokemon I used was Magnemite. <laughs> I just okay. had my Magnezone. He's he's pretty. He takes hits pretty well. Um, he's kind of fast, and his special attack is really high. So I have Thunderbolt, whatever the Steel special is, and then Try Attack, and then Thunder Wave, and that's just how did you evolve a uh, Magnezone? Because isn't don't you have to evolve it in a certain area? Yeah, it's on Pony Island. So just as I was going, he just evolved, and I was like, okay. "Oh, sweet!" I'm like, yes, yeah. that works. Yeah, it was Magnezone, yeah. and then the Snorlax from the gift thing that has hold back and mm-hmm. Happy Hour. I um, have my own favorite Snorlax, so I didn't use this one. Yeah, I used this one because um, Happy Hour doubles your money, and hold back is pretty much false swipe. Mm. Maybe that's useful. Maybe I'll use it. I haven't used the Snorlax since uh, Pokemon Red, so I don't know. I have my favorite Snorlax, but it's in Pokemon Bank. Or it's, it's, it's an XY somewhere. And I uh, brought it up. The only other new Pokemon I used was Sheetonic, I think. It's in a really, really ugly mushroom. And it's a fairy, oh, yeah. fairy grass. And it's okay. It's just when I need a grass move, I throw it out. Um, it takes hits all right. It has, like, Mega Drain. Um, so, like, whatever. I can just leave it out there for a while, and it's... it's. I used that one, too, but then I ditched it for something else. I forget. Man, my roommate hates it. He's like, oh, this is so ugly. But he caught a shiny one. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, wow. I was like, no, like, you should love that Pokemon. You know what? I caught a shiny Pokemon, too. I caught a Sneasel and the, um... Victory Road uh, Cave. Oh, man. I caught... Yeah, uh, I got nowhere. A, a young goose. A shiny young goose. In the like trial area, the young goose trial. Um, yeah. I went back there for some reason, and there was a shiny young goose. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm wondering if the shiny rate is up a little bit. Cause, uh, cause I think it's it one is. 4,000, and I think it used to be like 1 in 6 or 8,000. Yeah, I think it was one in eight. I had a friend who, uh, like, went crazy about shiny breeding and things like that. And I believe it, back at least back in black and white, I think it was like one in eight thousand. So chances weren't very high. Oh, my other shiny! Someone wonder traded me a perfect shiny mudbray. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well. Got, Might use that. The, the best thing on wonder trade I've gotten so far is. Um, I forget its name. It, it's it's one of the island um, protectors. I think it, uh, you know, it's the one you battle at the end of the game. Uh, Tapu Koko? Yeah. Yeah. 
I caught that one. I, I think I traded it for like uh, uh, the water starter. I'm, I already what? forget all their names. Why did Popular? you trade it for? The, I would have given you a water starter for nothing. Why did you trade away <laughs> one of your legendaries? <laughs> no, I mean I, I traded the popular one. I got the oh. legendary in return. Oh, okay. So well, you should so trade explain. it with me. I would have given you a popolio for a legendary. Uh, I have all the starters already. So, uh. I actually started out with popular. What, what did you guys start out with? I had uh, Litten. Litten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like them. Uh, so the thing for me is, I don't care about Pokemon's stats. I only care about what they look like. If, a, if I think a Pokemon looks great, or cool, or really cute, or whatever, I will catch that thing. If I think it's ugly and stupid, I will not catch it. Uh, I do not care about what its battle potential is, or whatever. Uh, so when I saw the starters, and Litten's a cat, I had to get Litten, so. Okay. I like the other two. Uh, I'm looking forward to resetting the game. I think I'm going to take Poplio on this next run. Yeah. And, uh, see how, see how that works out. I really like using Poplio. I, I used to choose a War Starter in every game because I chose Squirtle in Ram Blue, so I have to kind of, like, continue the legacy, I guess, of me choosing the starter Pokemon, and I chose the Water Pokemon here. It, it was very good to use. I, I mean, it's very useful. I, I like the typing. and um, Sparkling Aria, I think, is a special move that um, the last form of Populo has, and that's a really cool move. So, hmm. Well, I don't I think your always... Populo would do very well against my Electric Steel starter, Magnemite. Well, all I have to do is find a fighting Pokemon. Oh, no. <laughs> my only weakness... Yeah. I also do this thing, I think other people do this too, but anytime a new Pokemon game comes out, the first, my first playthrough, I refuse to use old Pokemon. I ended up using old Pokemon, but the ones I haven't used before. This time, uh, I, I did use Pikachu though, because Alo yeah, Alolan did. Raichu is technically new, uh, and yeah, I also used I did use Alolan Vulpix, because technically that is new as well. I See, was I didn't find using Vulpix, but I didn't. I didn't find a Pichu until way late in the game. Really? Yeah, I found yeah. it in, like, the first route. I know, like, way late in the game I went back to the first route and ran into one and was like, oh. oh yeah. Well, it's that. interesting that you say I, that. Usually I use Pikachu on forever. my team, but this time I found Magnemite and I was like, oh, there, I have an electric Pokemon. Yeah. I, it took me forever to find Pichu. Like, I, I encountered one and killed it oh. on accident. And uh, then I used the Pokedex to figure out where they were, and I ran down, ran around in this stupid grassy patch in the city for probably half an hour to an hour looking for a Pichu. Finally caught one. Uh, I just wanted a Lolan Raichu. I, I love electric types. Um, I used Pikachu way back in Pokemon Red, um, and I just wanted to see what an electric psychic surfer Raichu could do. I loved it. Mm. I love Alolan Raichu. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I guess that's what we should talk about next, is all the new forms. Um, I did end, end up using um, Alolan Raichu, and I really liked using it, because I, I like the typing of electric, electric and, and psychic. Mm -hmm. And that was really useful throughout the game. Um, I, almo I almost added Vulpix slash Ninetales to my party, but I think I ended up switching it to um, the Lion's Legendary because I wanted to get the Elite Four so badly, I 
I ended up using a legendary in my party. Jeez. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I used those two, and um, I don't think anybody I know used a trio or, yeah, or Persian and a golem. So, so those I, are the other three. I did I did use Diglett for a little while. Okay. Not not long enough to turn it into Doug Trio, but there was a while where I was using Diglett. Yeah. In my party, I pretty much, as soon as I caught them, they were like the first six Pokemon I found, and they were just stuck. And it was um, Magneton, uh, Snorlax, Litten, uh, Mushroom Dude, and then Poliwag and... Gengar, but Ooh, I, Gengar. I I evolved the I did not use Gengar or Poliwrath at all <laughs> to the game. I just had them like in case I came up against something and I was like, oh, I need a water attack. Um, Wait, so hang on, did you trade to get Gengar then? I did, yeah. Right before I went to fight the Elite Four, um, in the path before that, or like shortly before that, my Magneton evolved, and then I evolved my. Uh, Poliwhirl into Poliwrath, and then I traded um, my Haunter to my friend to get a Gengar. Okay. Um, but I never, I didn't use either of those. But that was my team through the whole game. It was pretty much just Magneton and Snorlax, though. Hmm. Uh, I, sw- I switched between mine fairly frequently. Um, I think I had, in- at the end of the game, I had Incineroar. Ninetales, Raichu, Galissapod, I think that's how you say that, I don't know. Oh, how do you um, get him? I have the little oh, Wimpod, but what do I yeah, have to do? Yeah, so, um, he, oh, how does he evolve? I want to say it might just be at a really high level. Okay. But I might be wrong. I know my, my boy Guzma uses one of those. Yeah, <laughs> my boy. Uh, yeah, my he boy. does. I didn't know that he used that. I, I I caught Wimpod. I was fascinated with Wimpod because when you when you first encounter one, it like runs away from you and hides. And so so I caught it, and I didn't have a water type yet. So I was like, oh, I've I've been wanting to use a, a water type, but most of the water types I caught were previous generation Pokemon. And so I was like, oh, this is the first water Pokemon I've caught that is a new one. So I'll put it in my party and see how it does. And I throw, so I throw him out first battle, and he gets hit. And if he loses half of his HP, his ability is he retreats back to his Pokeball. If he takes a hit, that makes him lose 50% of his HP. So uh, I think the, the ability is called Wimp Out or something. So when he did that, immediately I was like, this is, this is my guy. Like, I'm keeping this thing forever. This is fantastic. Uh, and he even does it as Galissapod too. Uh, if he takes a major hit, he'll 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 get scared and go back in his Pokeball. I love it. I love that little personality touch to this Pokemon. Well, so what do you guys think about the story? You know what? There, I kind of like the story. I mean, it's not like anything special. You know, Pokemon stories aren't. Um, you know, really, I. I I'm blanking on the word. It's, they're not really like good. Good is the word. Well, no, no <laughs> noteworthy. The word. Noteworthy. Yeah. Um, they're not all that great, but um, I mean, it was fine. I think you know, I didn't really like black and white story. And X and Y was. 
I, I, I don't remember X and Y story, but um, I think they went out of their way to um, make this one a bit more interesting. I, I like the characters, even though they're kind of superficial. But they're, you know, it's Pokemon, so I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a fine story. It's more simpler than the last few games, so I think that's a plus. Um, and, and yeah, it's 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 perfectly fine, uh, but you know, there's a twist to that story. Um, did you guys read the Kotaku article about um, the guy in a Pokey Pelago, I think it's called? Yeah. Uh, where you send your Pokemon uh, to the boxes and they form parties or have parties in islands or something. Yeah, uh, I hate that um, guy. I hate him so much. <laughs> he just talks oh and talks and talks. Hey, he's like an old out. guy. He lives on an island. Yeah, but like he says the that same thing all the time. You're, you're, you're the only person that comes and visits him. Yeah. All my Pokemon go and visit him all the time. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, all they say is like Pikachu or Pidgey or whatever. I don't have a Pikachu. And I don't have well, a Pidgey. Well, okay, they say I'm whatever their the Pokemon game. name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot you only have, you don't <laughs> even have your first badge. Wait, wait, but Brian's about to spoil the whole game. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm about to spoil that. He's actually um, Lily's and the other guy's dad. Whoa, what? Yeah. I'm pretty sure when you look at the guy, he, he he looks like he could be their dad. I don't think the game outright confirms it, but I mean, I think it's, it seems pretty clear. I think there's um, data somewhere within the uh, Aether Foundation. Yeah, like there's a, there's a book about him in the basement. It's like, Dr. Moan discovered the ultra wormholes. Yeah. And then you go through an ultra wormhole to the Pokepelago, and this dude named Moan is like, hey, you want to give me some beans? I love eating these beans. <laughs> yeah. Man, Pokemon lore. Wow. Yes, there's Pokemon lore. Yeah. Uh, and then I found something else in the postgame. Um, speaking of Pokemon lore, um, if you go and talk to somebody within the Aether Foundation after the game. They explain why Lily wanted to go to Kanto at the end of the game to, to help her mother. Because um, apparently um, Bill... Remember the, the um, oh, yeah, Bill. scene in Pokemon Ram Blue where, Blue, yeah. where uh, Bill um, tried, to tra- tried to transform himself into a Pokemon or something? or Yeah, he tried to separate himself from a Pokemon. And apparently Lily wanted to do that because he she wanted to separate her mother from whatever the hell she... I think she tried to fuse herself with the Ultra Beast or something. Right. And um, I think she, I think what Lily wants to do is separate her from the Ultra Beast. Hmm. So I guess she's on her way to visit Bill or, or something. I, I want so badly for a sequel to this game uh, yeah. where, you, where you play either as Lily... Or as a new trainer in the Kanto region, and you follow Lily around and help her with her quest to save her mom. I was hoping we'd at least get a glimpse of what they imagined Kanto to be all these years later, but they didn't. Yeah. I think I, maybe they might save that for Pokemon Stars or whatever the Wii, um, the Switch version will be, but yeah. we'll see. I, um, as far as the story goes... It's, I mean, it's okay. It's a, it's a Pokemon story. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not expecting it to win, you know, video game story of the year at Game Awards or anything like that. Um, but when it comes to Pokemon, I've always felt like the less story, the better. 
Um, because yeah. I feel like the more story they have, the more linear the game becomes. And uh, Black and White and this game and X and Y have all been, like, as the games have gone on, they've become more and more linear. And when they released the virtual console versions of Red, Blue, and Yellow this year, I went back and played it, and for me, it's like, once you reach that, like, middle point of the game, you can kind of, like, go in one of several directions. Um, like, they kind of just open things up to you a little bit more than they do in modern Pokemon games, and I kind of miss that. Um, like, you can go to uh, Celadon City and get the Grass Gym badge, or you can go to uh, Fuchsia City and get the badge from Koga. Like, there's a bunch of different directions you can go. Um, and I, I feel like this game, it was kind of like... This is like the Final Fantasy thirteen of Pokemon games, in a way, to me. Because I feel like a, a lot of times, the environments were really pretty, but I felt like they were just pretty-looking hallways. Yeah, That's this true. game, I mean, it, it wasn't just linear, but it was also really small. Like, every mm -hmm. time you went into a cave, like, I didn't get lost at all. It was like, no. oh, there's two paths. You can go down this path, or you can come back to this other path later when you have the strength Pokemon. You know, like they blocked well, off the other path. <coughs> there's caves in other Pokemon games that took me a while to complete because there's puzzles and there's like strength-related puzzles to do. But in this mm -hmm. one, they, they, they well, first off, they got rid of all the, the HMs and they replaced them with Pokemon. Yeah, which which, which is great. I like that. Yes, no, I think which, it's which stupid. just makes things a bit more streamlined. But at the same time, it's also like they replaced those not with puzzles, but with just more linear style of gameplay, which is, is fine. But at the same time, it's like, there's not much room for exploration. I mean, at the end of the game, I, I felt like I got a lot of the items that I was supposed to get, and plus some hidden ones mm -hmm. along the way. And not there's like no real expectation for me to go out there and explore the game some more. I already explored everything I, I, I was intended to explore. Right. Well, Adam, the HMs, what are you talking about? The oh, HM? No, that's no. Okay, they you should have to get those. They should have gotten rid of HMs, but they shouldn't have just given you some random Pokemon that you can use. Like you should have had to use your own Pokemon. You know, like you should have just. You don't have to teach Fly to someone, but you have to have a flying sure. Pokemon on your team. You don't have to teach Surf, but you should have a Water Pokemon. No, I don't um, want a flying Pokemon on my team. I don't like flying Pokemon. No, but it would just make more sense, you know, instead of you renting a Charizard, which Charizard, he's not anywhere in this game. There's no Charmander, nothing. Like, even yeah, with the I'm QR not... things. Am, am I renting him? Because I thought I was just, like, giving him a phone call and saying, hey, I'm here, can you come pick me up? Yeah, you're pretty much renting him, but it's free because Pokemon's super socialist somehow. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, that. you're not flying with your own Pokemon yeah, but like that's you okay. I don't want to fly with my go adventure. What happens? What happens if he goes to another region, you know, and his Pokemon are worthless? They can't even fly him around or move a boulder. They can't do <laughs> anything. Like he's like, damn it, I'm super stuck. Yeah. Well, well, that's yeah, but he doesn't go to another region though. He stays in Alola forever because he's the champion. 
but he's from another region, and the region, the champions from other regions came to Alola. Man, I I would love for a Pokemon game to let me go to another region again. That'd be great. Like Gold and Silver did. That would be really nice. But, uh, but with the happen. story in this one, I it felt a lot like a, a much smaller story. Like in the past few games, like in most of the games, it's like, oh no, there are these people, they're up to something, and then they're going to destroy the world! And everyone wants to destroy the world, destroy the world, destroy the world. But in this one, it was just like, oh, there's some hoodlums or whatever. And also, like, my friend's mom is really crazy. And that was it. <laughs> that was yeah. the whole story. I did like, like how Skull was kind of like a red herring in a way. Like, they weren't... Yeah. They were just kind of punks, but the Aether Foundation was the real bad guy. But they weren't even bad yeah, guys. Yeah, I kind of... Like, she just I wanted... I kind of got that clue... I got that clue the minute the mother showed up. Like, like there's something about her that I instantly felt like, oh, this isn't what there's... This foundation isn't what they say they are. Yeah, sure. I, it was super telegraphed. Well, even when she yeah. was talking, she was like, I love all Pokemon, and I want to be mother to all Pokemon. I was like, okay, this lady's crazy. And then, like, Hal said something like, yo, she dressed like Lily. And then um, the mom just, like, for a couple frames, just, like, opened her mouth, like, oh, like, surprised. Like, what, Lily? And then she went back to, like, being all fake and stuff. And then I was like, oh, okay, so this is Lily's crazy mom. And then nothing happened, and then it was her crazy mom. And she just wanted to go live in the Ultra Beast world. Like, she didn't want to take over the world using the Ultra Beast or anything. She just wanted to go chill in that little tiny hallway that the Ultra Beast lived in. Yeah, but Lily had to tell her off. Yeah, that's the story, is that this little girl <laughs> had to tell her mom that she was crazy. Yeah, she's got a, she's got like a weird mommy complex. It's an intervention. Mommy issues. And your, your, your rival guy, too. Uh, what was his name? Like, Gladion? Oh, Gladion? More like, more like Sadion. He's oh always so sad. Yeah. Oh, but I like that at the end of the game, you're just friends with literally everyone. Like, yeah. after after the end of the game, like, I went to Guzma's house, and he was like, yo, let's go battle at the beach. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go have a Pokemon battle at the beach. That sounds fun. Yeah, dude, it's Hawaii, man. It's super it jolly all the time. Yeah. That, that and I thought that um, team, I forget their name. I think they're like the most useless Which group in, all, in the whole game. Yeah, it's Team Skull. Oh, man, they're like they're, the most useless team. Their little town like, was There was sad. like one big battle and that was it. Yeah, like it wasn't like the Rocket Game Corner and then the Rocket Headquarters, you know, where yeah. it's like 10, 15 stories and you get super lost and it plays that really fucking annoying music. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, it was just like, oh, you walk through this town, like, oh, this is sad. Like, none of these people have any parents. And then you just yeah, like, leave. Well, this over. felt, well, 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 teams like Team Rocket felt like they were actually, like, evil organizations. This team just felt like they were a bunch of, you know, punks who kind of got together and have a base in some, like, really destroyed part of some town. Yeah, it's like Team, team Rocket's, like, the Yakuza, and then Team Skull is like Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. Yeah. Uh, Team yeah, Skull that, that, reminded me of the, the first Ninja Turtles movie 
you know, and all those kids are like smoking cigarettes and playing arcade games <laughs> in the yes. basement. Yeah. Yeah, the uh the foot soldier organization foot soldiers, or not whatever. Not the foot soldiers, but like the young recruits. Yeah, the yeah. The little like 13-year-olds. Yeah. Danny. Danny yeah. was the kid's name. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 a good yeah. That reminds me of that too. Now that you bring that up, yeah, I was really disappointed in the story because all the like lead up stuff made it seem so epic. You know, everyone was like, "Oh, these ultra beasts! Like, they must be like clones or aliens or something connected to the Aether Foundation." And like design wise, they look like they are, but like in the actual story, they're not at all. They're just aliens that aren't explained at all, and we're gonna have to wait until like. Pokemon, the 25th movie, gets localized, and then we'll be like, oh, okay, they're from the other dimension. Like, that's all the information we'll ever get on them. Yeah, one of the things that really got to me was when they finally open the portal, like, near the end of the game, and all of those Ultra Beasts break out. And then it shows, like, clips of characters that you've met, like the Captains or the Kahunas, uh, like, getting into a fight with the Ultra Beasts, like... Uh, the big muscular one, Buzzwool, I think is his name, uh, like, starts to fight with Tapu Koko, but you never see, like, what, what happened there? Like, who, did, I mean, like, at the end of the game, like, Tapu Koko's just there, and he's like, hey, I challenge you to a fight or whatever, and you can catch him, but, like, where did Buzzwool go? Like, who won that fight? Like, what, what just happened there? Just kind of never resolved that. Yeah, I really wish that after the Elite Four, instead of there being a party, or maybe even right before the Elite Four, if it was like, hey, like everyone is taken hostage by these Pokemon. And in the mm. post-game, I know that neither of you guys have done it much, but it'll be like, oh, go to this area, there are two Buzzswall. Go here, there are four Sword Dudes. Like, oh, you've got to go catch multiple of these Ultra Beasts that are in one spot just waiting for you to go catch them. Wait, like, so there's a lot of them? Like, there's there's more so many one? of them. Like, it's annoying. Like, someone wonder traded mm. me, like, the first four of them. And I was like, well, not wonder trade, but they traded me those for, like, I don't know, like a baby Garchomp. Like, just random stuff. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, But I, I wish that they had been, like, in the story. Like, oh, you go to this town and it's being terrorized by this Ultra Beast. And then you catch it and the town goes back to normal. Yeah, like, it feels like, it feels like they should have been. Yeah, it was very rushed. Yeah, I, I I just I, the story overall wasn't bad or anything. I just like for me, I just always believe in a game like Pokemon, uh, the more bare bones the story can be, it's usually the better the game turns out to be for me. I know not everybody feels that way, but well, the big problem I with this one happens. is that it has the like beginnings. It has the bare beginnings of a good story, and then it just doesn't resolve it. Like there's still aliens everywhere. Your friend with the crazy mom, like, her crazy mom is just out there, like, terrorizing another. Like, you know that Kanto is fucked up, because Lily doesn't have any Pokemon, and now her crazy mom is like, Ah, I will catch me too and destroy everyone. I, uh... Maybe, that, maybe that's what the next Pokemon game is going to be about, and, you know, that's what I kind of want to segue into, is, you know, there's a ton of rumors that follow-up to this game 
will be on the Switch. And, you know, everybody's been giving it the title Pokemon Stars, but it might be something else. We don't know. But Well, I think it'll be a sequel to X and Y and mm-hmm. Sun and Moon, and it'll be called Zdars with Zs. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Zdars. Okay. Pokemon Zdars. Well, what kind of stuff would you want to see in a sequel to this game? Would you just want to see like the same game, but with added stuff? Or would no. you want to see a true sequel? No, I don't want... I've never liked... Outside of Yellow, I have never, I have never liked the third version. I was so happy earlier this year. When everybody was saying, oh, they're going to announce Pokemon Z, that's what the big thing in February is going to be. And then they, I, I kept saying, no, they're not going to do that. This is the big anniversary for Pokemon. And if they just come out and announce a third version, it's like, yeah, okay, they've done that before. But I really felt like they were going to show a new generation, and they did, and I was so happy. Because I don't want a Pokemon Z. Um, I didn't want Pokemon Black and White 2. I just wanted them to move on. Have you ever played uh, Black and White 2? No, I haven't. Black and White 2 are the best Pokemon games. Uh, see, I didn't like Black and White. No, 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 Matt. So, I didn't. Black and White 2 I mean, don't I played, have a story. I played all those. Black and White 2 don't have a story. I played all of those, what? but I don't remember the story at all. There is Hold no up. story. You just... Ex- Hold up. It says Black and White, because here's the deal breaker for me. Does Black and White 2 only have the Generation 5 Pokemon in that region? No. Like, in the opening area, you can catch, like, Pikachu and Lucario and Magnemite. Oh, my God. Yeah, and there's no story, and it's bigger than the map in Black and White, which was a huge map, and, like, everything's unlocked. You just go wander around, fight gyms, and, like, you just wander around this area. It's huge, and it's awesome. It's the best Pokemon game. I have secretly been missing the best Pokemon game. Yeah. Because because here's the thing. I hate, hate the Generation 5 designs. There's, like, two Pokemon that I like in that generation, Uh, and I, I can't stand the rest of them, I think. Those are the most garbage Pokemon designs in the history of Pokemon. Uh, so I hated, not only did I hate uh, the story of Black and White, but I also hated the Pokemon designs, and it just, I thought that was the generation that was going to break me from Pokemon. Uh, and then, uh, but I don't know, the remake of Gold and Silver was pretty cool, and X and Y were alright, so I kind of got back into it. But. See, I hated X and Y. So much. They just felt like they had no personality. Like, moving to 3D just... You know, just it just stripped the art of all of its charm. Yeah, can I can I say, like, is this an okay opinion to express, but... This is America, I kinda, Matt. I, I kind of don't like 3D Pokemon games. Oh, no, I like, hate them. I, I don't like them as much as I thought I would. Like, I kind of wish that they would go back down to the... Uh, the more 2D-like, where I could see the character overhead. I just feel like the dungeon design was better in the 2D games. I feel like there were more puzzle elements. Uh, I feel like bigger. there was, yeah, they felt bigger. Um, and I also feel like uh, I don't know, like I don't know, just the gameplay overall. The puzzles were better. The dungeons were better. The games felt bigger. Just overall, just felt better. I know they'll never go back because they've kind of gone down this rabbit hole already, and the games look really pretty. It's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're not quite as good. And one thing I, I've been really curious about that I in no way plan on doing, but I wonder if anyone has ever counted how many steps it takes to get to the credits in each Pokemon game. 
Nope, I, I, I haven't done that. Well, I feel like I, it would be really... Like, this would be a short one, you know? Like, instead yeah. of going through, like... Maybe. yeah. I don't know, like, the the Diglett... Not the Diglett Cave, because that's tiny. But, like, the, the dungeon where you need Flash. Dark you know, cave. Or, or Mount Moon. Like, those are some big caves you... It, unless you know exactly where you're going, it takes a lot of steps to get through those. Mm-hmm. But then in this one, like... I feel like I just walked through the whole game, like, pretty quickly... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt like I was funneled through yeah. the whole game. You, you know, for me, it was pretty clear when I remember playing Yellow earlier this year. I just remember how tough it was to get through Victory Mode because I forgot the puzzles, and it takes a while to get through that last dungeon. But in this one, it's very, very easy. I mean, I think there was like one strength based puzzle in the entire game. I think that, and it wasn't even at the Victory Road part, it was at. You got cave near the end of the game. Yeah, it's Lily and, is like, oh, will you help me get to this? Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, it was like Lily's keep. Lily keeps standing around and waiting around, and keeps just being in the way, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was. It's, it, I I do get the um, you know it's it's linear argument. I I really do get that, and um, I guess I kind of expect it more. In Pokemon than like Final Fantasy because I know that's the thing everybody complained about in Final Fantasy 13, among other things, was that it was pretty linear. But um, I think it kind of works in Pokemon's favor because for me it's always about catching the Pokemon and training my Pokemon and getting to the next trial. It's not. I mean, yeah, there is exploration that I like to do, and yeah, at the end of the day, I wish there was a bit more places I could go to. But it wasn't like a big factor in me liking or hating this game. That was kind of a bit more linear than other games. I just wish I had somewhere where I could go, like, battle where it actually mattered. Because, like, that stupid battle tree, like, I don't think you get experience or money. Like, you know, I can't level up Pokemon, like, to evolve, you know. I don't know where I'm supposed to go evolve all these Pokemon that I have. Um... I want to say I like these games. Like, I really like them. Um, they're probably, if I'm only talking Nintendo-only stuff, these are probably my game of the year. Uh, not that we had a lot in the world of Nintendo this year to really compare it to, but, like, I like these games a lot. Uh, I think that they're very good games. I think that they're very strong games. They're very well-made. Um, but as Pokemon games, just judging them in the series that they exist in. They're not my favorite. Um, and before I stop saying negative things about them, there are two things that I want to get off my chest. I hate how almost everyone in this game only has one Pokemon to oh, battle yeah. you with. That drives me nuts. Uh, and then uh, the second thing I don't like, these SOS battles drive me insane. I know that there's a purpose to them in the metagame stuff, but as somebody that does not get into that type of thing, it's just a big annoyance. When I want to catch a Pokemon, and it calls for help 57 times, and I have to knock out 20 EVs just to catch one of them because I can't throw a Pokeball when there's two of them out there, it drives me insane. Uh, there needed to be a way to turn that off. Um, so that yeah, there's people... a way to increase them, which is nice, yeah, but but not decrease. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, but the the SOS thing, honestly, more so than the linearity, uh, was my biggest issue with the game. Yeah, I hated that there were literal guides. Like, it was fine. Like, it was linear. It, it felt like you were at a Pokemon summer camp, you know, where you get yep. your first Pokemon, and then you th- these literal guides on every route say like, "Oh, go this way." go this way to the next activity and it's not like an epic pokemon battle but it's a, a literal activity with a camp counselor and then mm-hmm. when you beat all of them when you're like pretty far you and your friends are like hey let's screw off and go fight aliens you know or this this, <laughs> yeah, this older like... boy is like you know what my mom has a bunch of fucking aliens you guys want to come over to my house and it's like yeah dude let's go over to your house fight aliens yeah like every good uh, summer camp. Oh yeah, which was like nice, but it didn't. I don't know. It didn't feel like the gym challenges. Like when I play a Pokemon game, like I don't feel like a ten-year-old. You know, like I feel like this badass monster tamer that can destroy anyone. But in this one, like I felt yeah. like a ten-year-old. I felt like they were kind of babying me, and then at one point they were like, "Oh, holy shit! Like he's really strong." Like. His friend had this lion god with her the whole time, and he caught it. I don't think it helps that the tutorial in this game is kind of long. Yes. It was like an hour before I could finally go out and do what I wanted to do. Well, there were times where, like halfway through the game, I still felt like it was treating me like I was still in the tutorial. Um, like, like Lily or How or Kukui would come out of nowhere and be like, Oh, hey... Like, not that they're teaching me how to do something, but they were still hand-holding me. Like, oh, Which, hey, you're n- you're not ready for this yet, so let's go do this other thing. It's like, no, I kind of want to just go do my own thing. To be fair... X and Y were kind of guilty of that, too, in that they had, like, three or four friends, and they would kind of do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a little more intense in this one. Um, I, I don't know if I like that or not, but I think it's just to make to streamline the game and make it easier for everyone of all ages, which I mean it's fine, but yeah, to be to be fair, yeah, we're all like thirty. And yeah. <laughs> when my cousin was eight, he had I think Diamond and he was really into it and I was like, Oh sweet, like I've got a cousin who's in town who's into Pokemon, like this is like the little brother I always wanted. And then he got stuck and then he never played Pokemon again. Like, he yeah, got stuck and I forgot mean, what he was doing. and I mean, it's very hard to get lost in this game. Yeah. Or in, in any of the recent games. I don't know. And, but, I mean, the one of the things that kind of turned me off in RPGs for a long time was, I don't know where to go next. Um, and you kind of get that vibe in the early Pokemon games, because there's still stuff in red and blue that I had to go look and see what I needed to do to get to the next area, because I, I, I forgot. I mean, I've been in red and blue before, but... I don't remember the the whole you know rigmarole by heart, so I had to like look at a map and see where to go next in some places, and not so much in this game because it's it very much holds your hand. Like and I, I think that's that's I that, got that, I think that's kind sessions of over the summer, and I was playing it, and then school started, and I stopped playing it, and now school is over, and I'm worried to like I don't even know if I want to waste time like turning it on because I'll be like. I don't know if I'll know what the fuck is going on, you know? Like, I don't know what I forgot from the battle system or the story or where I am. You know, I just remembered that they don't even speak English. 
I just remembered that the game is in Japanese. Like, that's how much stuff I forgot about that game. Mm. But Pokemon yeah, doesn't but, do that. Yeah, Pokemon's never been that way. Even in the beginning where it didn't handhold as much. Like, it's never been something where, like, if you didn't play it for a week or two, you were going to forget what happened because there wasn't much of a story. Uh, and if you needed, you know, if you were just like, oh, well, I don't know where I am, you just walk around for a little while and catch some Pokemon, and eventually you figure it out, I feel like. And when I was a kid, I'd get lost in that game sometimes, but I always felt like getting lost in a Pokemon game was never a bad thing, because I could always find new Pokemon wherever I was. Um, or I could level grind um, the lower level members of my team, or go fishing or something. Like I never felt like getting lost in Pokemon Red uh, was a terrible thing. I remember when Black and White first came out, I showed it to my sister. I was like, look at how cool this is. It's New York. She was walking around. She was like, wow, this is so cool. And then she gives it back to me like a couple minutes later. She's like, everyone just talks about Pokemon. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's true. Like Everyone just talks about the plot. Which I think that happens in a lot of Nintendo games. Like I know Zelda is yeah does that too where if you talk to anyone they'll be like oh did you hear about the haunted lake oh i wonder what's there and the navi will pop up and be like i wonder if there's a piece of the triforce at the haunted lake let's go look sure. yeah i think games in general not just nintendo games i think video games are just like that well some games don't do that you know well yeah. you'll go to a town and everyone will just say the same things that they said the first time you met them, and you'll just be mm -hmm. kind of lost. I think any good game would do that, and Nintendo makes a lot of good games, but a lot of people make not good games. Speaking yeah. of good games, I just beat Captain Toad. Oh my gosh, I love Captain Toad. It's a good game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I like Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's just for me, uh, having, I think, honestly, the worst thing for me that Game Freak did this year in Sun and Moon marketing was releasing Red and Blue on Virtual Console. Because it just reminded me of what Pokemon was. Not that I think it always has to stay exactly the same, but I think it's lost some of what made it special over the years. Yeah. Um, I know not everyone's going to agree with that, but I think that the first two generations of Pokemon probably were the zenith of the series. Well, they had the strongest vision. It was before they were a corporation. Like, now, like, there's a Pokemon company, you know? Back then, it was just, like, six dudes, like... A game. Oh, I wonder if we'll <laughs> yeah. ever finish this game. Yeah. But now... Um, the first two Pokemon games were because they are Pokemon... I mean, they are Pokemon games, and... You know, they, they, they sell extremely, extremely well cut. So, it's it's like you do need to put out new games. My thing is, at this point, do we really need to do more Pokemon in, in every new game? Yes. Always. Yeah, always. I think so. But we're at like 800 now. Well, that's too bad. They always have to put out more Pokemon. Just because yeah, that's I such think, a big draw, you know, to a new game. Like, oh, I wonder what new Pokemon there are. Like, Black I mean, and White 2 are like can... the worst-selling games in the series, and there were no new Pokemon in that. If they quit putting out new Pokemon in games, I'll probably quit playing. Because that's one of the major draws for me, is like, what new Pokemon are in this? What's what's new that I can discover uh, in terms of, like, who can I put on my team? Uh, I, that said, I do think they need, they need to do what they've done the last two generations and add fewer than they have before. Uh, like, the last 
like in XY, I think they only added like 70. In this generation, I think they added like another 70. When they well, added Gen like... Gen 4, uh, it was like 40. Yeah, but when they did like 150 new ones in Generation 5, they spread they spread it too thin, and I think that the designs overall suffered for it, and they were all garbage. No, I so, thought that was brilliant. I really liked Gen 5. I don't think that they could have done that again and again, but I do hope they do that someday. It's because it brought back a lot of the excitement of the original one. Like, oh, what is this? What is that? Oh, wow, I don't know any of these Pokemon. No, I, I didn't mind that it was, like, only new Pokemon. I just didn't like the Pokemon themselves. Like, if if it was, like, 150 great-looking new Pokemon, that would have been different. But these were 150 Pokemon that I think are the... They look like Digimon, not Pokemon, to me. Yeah, one thing that made me kind of laugh about Sun and Moon is a lot of people like to complain about how Pokemon now are, like, over-designed. So they said... Oh, well, people think that Pokemon now are overdesigned. Let's go back to the original Pokemon and see what happens when we overdesign them. And then we got like this weird Alolan Grav- or Graveler and Golem. I like the Alolan. For- Do you guys like the Alolan forms? Um, some of them are I, fine. I like most of them. I I didn't th- I thought Persian was was kind of dumb though. Yeah, he looks like Garfield. But... <laughs> that's what I thought. That's that's it. Yeah. I didn't use like any of them. I don't even think I have any of them. I have the I have Graveler and Golem and Meowth and like oh Doug Trio and like I think that's it. I caught them all. I think that's the only one I need was Sandshrew. I just got Sandshrew. Oh, I have yeah, a fix. Like there's a couple that I don't like. Like I don't really care for Raticate. I don't really care for <gasps> um, yeah. Raticate's kind of useless. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh, but that oh, Rattata, I forgot. <laughs> I love that Rattata. I think he's so awesome. Like, his little mustache and stuff. So what I did is I caught every single Alolan Rattata that I ran into. And then <laughs> I would... I had a whole, like, box full. And I wonder traded them all out. And I kept doing that until someone sent me back one of my, my Rattata. What? Like I looked at the name, and someone sent me back my Alolan Rattata. Like, well, well, that could happen if you the whole trade. Rounds. If you trade with enough people, yeah, I think that that can happen. So I stopped. I think that's probably happened to me a few times. You get your own things back. Yeah. So yeah, I stopped. It's, it's amazing. That. And then I started breeding like the QR code Pokemon. Oh right, I have a few of those. I, got a bunch I of haven't gone Cyndaquil or, or the Johto starters or any of those yet. I have all the Johto I... starters, all the Unova starters. Um, I have the Sword Dude. I have the Sword Dude. Sword the Sword. Um, d- sword. The oh, sword. from uh, from XY. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I have a bunch. But yeah, Brian, if you want to trade after this, like I'm down. Matt, sure. if you want to trade too, I suppose. But, yeah, I don't. I don't really do the yeah. trade thing because I just reset the game. So. Doesn't sound like you care. <laughs> I uh, so <laughs> it's weird because I know trading is like such a huge part of Pokemon, but unless a Pokemon evolves through trading, I just because of the way I play, it's always been Pokemon. I know it's intended to be this thing where you share and trade and battle. But I do not care about like any of that stuff. Pokemon has always, even back in Red and Blue. I bought both versions so I could play both versions and trade with myself to complete the Pokedex because I didn't want to have to trade with anyone else. 
Wow, that's so yeah, sad. Yeah. What I did is I stole my brother's blue and then traded myself. <laughs> Yeah, my, 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 my my brother had to buy his own blue version because I would not let him play mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Yeah, my brother and I were sharing a red version, and then I wanted to hide it from him, so I hid it from him, and then I couldn't find it. So then no one had any Pokemon for a while, mm. and I had to wait until my birthday. But then I found it, and then I had two copies of red, and one of them had the complete Pokedex, but I lost that one. So now I only have one version of red. Yeah, I, uh, so, yeah, it's always been a single-player thing for me, and, I mean, every now and then I might battle somebody, like, my brother came over during Thanksgiving, and he was like, oh, hey, let's battle our teams, and, like, I destroyed him because mine were way higher level, but, um, You asshole, yeah, you don't set him all to 50? No, he's gotta earn that victory. Uh, no, I don't take it easy on my brothers when we play games against each other. And they don't do this, they do the same thing to me. So we're, we're all good at like different games. Like Pokemon happens to be like one of the games that I'm better than them at. But like if we play Smash Brothers, my youngest brother is better than me at Smash Brothers. So he, he won't take it easy on me in that game. So I'm not going to take it easy on him in Pokemon. Well, I think that's all for, um, Oh wait, no, the Pokemon. music. Oh no. The music. Music. There's only okay. one Music's song very that's good. good in this game. No, there's only one no. good song. No, and it's what's the wrong first with you? town. The first town is the only good song, and the rest of it is just boring regular like no. you're in Pokemon on a route. That's it. No, th- there's nothing here that I think is really like out. I mean, it's a good soundtrack. It's not like to me it's not like a blowout. Or anything. I think I like it because it's very themed around the region. Um, yeah. So, like, it's, like, island-sounding music. It matches the theme. I mean, it's not as I iconic or classic as thinking, some of the older ones. You're thinking of that one song from the first town, which is amazing. But it's like they just gave up after that. <laughs> they're like, oh, we made this one really okay. good song. Oh, but the game has to come out soon. Like, we better just, I don't know, copy and paste songs from other games or something. Alright. I, I like it. Do that. I like I it. I mean, like I don't a, think it's a lot of amazing, just, but but that first town. Oh my gosh, that's a good song. Yeah. You guys know the one, right? Where they're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then there's one song that plays either when you're facing the Kahuna's or you're facing Hal. I don't know. We're super happy, and then people start singing. That song is awesome, but I can't find that song. I don't know if I was imagining the singing in my head or what. Have they put out a soundtrack yet? I don't know. I'm sure that someone did because they put out the yeah, game like a week before did. it came out. All right, yeah. I'm going to go um, download it. Now. Before, I mean, look for it legally. Before we wrap this up, I do want to talk about one thing that I absolutely love about this game, and that's the user interface is so cleaned up and just like That's little true. little quality of life things, like uh, when you catch a Pokemon and you already have six Pokemon in your party, it asks you, it's like, yes. hey, <laughs> do you want to replace a Pokemon in your party with this Pokemon that you just caught? And it's like, that's so much better than being like, oh, well, I just caught this new really cool Pokemon I want to use, but, you know, I'm in the middle of this cave, so I got to wait till I get out of this cave or use an escape rope, go all the way back to a Pokemon Center and to the PC and then change it. It's like, no, you can do it right right away. 
the thing with the HMs being gone and being able to just not not have to be chained to uh, like a normal type Pokemon that knows three of your HMs or a flying type Pokemon just so you can use fly. Like, that's really nice to me. Uh, being able to just hit Y to throw a Pokeball rather that's than nice. having to dig through your bag. Um, just those little things that I think we haven't really brought up other than the HM thing. Like Those are great improvements to me. Uh, yeah. that, that's something po- Pokemon has needed for a while. There are some steps back, like the trading stuff in X and Y was all on the bottom screen and just like worked really easily. Mm-hmm. But now it's hidden in that stupid menu and there's a lot of loading. And it's a festival plaza? Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like the festival. I don't like that either. Thing. I think that's if there's one thing I didn't like in in Sun and Moon was is was the festival plaza. I, mean, I just didn't find any use for it. I just wanted to do one to trade, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. which that and would X and be, Y's interface was ten times better. That would be the post game to like you and I is the yeah. the trading mechanic, and if that doesn't work, then like that's kind of a big problem. That's the only problem I had with the game. Just, um, I never found the use for Festival Plaza. I just wanted to do trading, and that's it. And they made it a bit more complicated than it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really need that. But um, okay, so it looks like the soundtrack is on iTunes. Okay, but it's not. It's not anywhere else that I can find. Yeah, all of them are up on iTunes. I think even going back to like Gen One. Yeah, I know the older ones were, but I didn't know that this was going to go up so quickly. Are they... How much are they? Um, I don't know. Some of them, I think, were kind of expensive. But I don't have an iPhone. I know you have an iPhone, Mr. I don't like Super Mario Run. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not... It's no, That's right. it's I not follow that you I, on Twitter. It's not that I don't like it. It's that, like... I don't know. Like I just don't like playing games on my phone. I just don't. Um, I, th- I, I don't care if it's Me- Mario or Pokemon or Miitomo or uh, Angry Birds. I've never... I, all the ones that are really popular, uh, I tried... I went to the Apple Store uh, like that day that they had the demo of Mario Run. And I tried it. I mean, it's okay. But I don't like... I don't like um, the fact that my hands cover half the screen when I play a game. I don't like that. My um, habit is that I hold the phone and I completely block off the sound. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, Especially yeah, on as far as iPhone. Playing games, yeah. As far as playing games go, I, I mean... I don't think... I still don't think the iPhone's so suited best for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I did play, um, I think, the first... Yeah, I played the first World of Mario run, and then I got to the middle of the second one. And um, it's it's fine. It It plays like... New Super Mario Brothers. There's a bit... I mean, as far as the, the jumping mechanics, mechanics go, it kind of doesn't feel as good as other Mario games, but, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's doable. It's passable, I guess. I mean, you do have to give up some things when you transfer stuff over to the iPhone, and yeah. it's not seamless. It's not a seamless transition, but there's some clever level design, and... I mean, it's a Mario game, so you can't really like mess it up. But it's it's perfectly fine. I, there, there's issues. I think another one. Like, other Mario games, but yeah, I think another one of my problems is 
is that it's the style of New Super Mario Brothers, and I am so tired of New Super yeah, Mario Brothers. Does it have the song where they're like, bah, bah. Yes. Yep. Oh, yes, I love Every this song. Mario. That's, you know, that's the only song it's, I listen to. I just it, put it on repeat it. all the time, and I'm like... Well, it's, just, it's just so annoying, because, like... These games started to come out in 2004. Yeah, but... You know, it's... It, they haven't it, really changed much since then. It bothers me because, like, the older 2D Marios changed the art style every game. Yeah. And it's like, all of a sudden, they they picked this one art style, which, by the way, I think is the worst one of it's all so the 2D Marios. It's so boring. It feels too clean. It's so bland. And, they, yeah, and they, they decided, yeah, this is the one we're going with for the next decade. I mean, if you're going to yeah. stick with one, like, go back to, like, Mario World or Mario 3 or Yoshi's Island or something. like one that, And at least be a little more clever with the plot. I mean, I know the plot of every Mario game ever is, you know, Princess gets kidnapped, but... Even this one is just so generic. Like, like Mario, come, come see me. I have a cake. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, Bowser kidnapped you. So it was like, oh, what do we do? I'm like, what do you think we've been doing for the last thirty years, dude? Yeah, I, I don't know, Mario. <laughs> you know, Mario plot is Mario plot. So I mean, unless yeah, it's... yeah, I mean, and I'm not expecting like Shakespeare yeah. or anything, but like because you're spoiling it. I have an three... Android. You guys are spoiling all the spoilers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not a Super Mario Run spoiler cast. Okay, yeah, so sorry. the the Pokemon sorry, Sun everybody. and Moon soundtrack spoilers is ten dollars on Am- or on iTunes and has one hundred and sixty nine songs. Wow. Or you can buy each song individually for ninety nine cents. Well, so that's that's like for you, dollars? That's for you for that one song that you like. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, there was two. I have to find what the other one was. The one where they're singing. Yeah, yeah unless you really just want to give them a dollar each for all those songs. I really don't want to give them any money for any <laughs> of the songs. Um, well. To wrap this up, um, I really enjoyed Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, it's, I, I think it would be my game of the year. Um, I would have to play Fire Emblem Fates again. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's really polished. It's, it's, uh, it, there, there are complaints. So it's kind of linear. It kind of holds your hand too much, but you kind of expect that in Pokemon games nowadays, so it's not that bad. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's very good. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if they whatever they do for the next game, which will probably be on the Switch. Um, if it's going to be a new game, if it's going to be a port, you, you know, we don't know yet. But it kind of seems like that's where they're headed uh, for the next game, which will probably be out sooner rather than later. Um, what, what are your guys' final thoughts on Sun and Moon? Uh, I like them. Uh, I, I played Sun. Um... It's a very, very good game. I mean, it's well made. The quality of life improvements were great. Um, I just feel like, uh, in its own series, it's not the best game. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad, like, I don't know, I think, I think it's still better than at least 90% of the other games that came out this year. So, uh, it's not my favorite Pokemon game, but it's still a great game. It's, it's probably my third least favorite generation. Um, hmm. but I'll probably play it like a decent amount more. 
I don't know, I ran out of things to do, so I went to the Ultra Beast things, and I'm about to run out of those, and then, like, I don't know how much longer it can hold my attention with just, yeah. like, nothing to do. So I, I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. That's why I, I always mean, reset the game. But I already did all that, you know? I could play Tokyo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sessions. If I'm going to reset a game, I'll go play Captain Toad again. Yeah. I'll probably play it I, until Christmas, because for Christmas I'll probably get either Final Fantasy XV or enough money to buy Final Fantasy XV. Mm. And then I'll probably never play this Pokemon game again. That's actually uh, what has been keeping me from going back to Pokemon Sun. Is I got, you know, they came out a week apart. So I got uh, 15, and I, I beat Pokemon the day before 15 came out, jumped into 15, and I just haven't gone back to Pokemon. But when I do go back, I'm resetting the game, choosing Papaleo, and building a team around him. So, Well, Brian, what do you think? Um, again, I mean, I think it's a great game. It's a really, really... I just really had a fun time with it. It's um, exactly what I needed at the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just had a very positive experience with, with the game. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it's, like, like my favorite in the series. I still think that goes to Gold and Silver. Um, I like it more than Black and White, which I think were my least favorite. Wow. Um, I yeah, love Black I, and White. I'll be real. I, I don't like the story. I don't really like the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine, but not memorable. But I, anyway, I am gonna pick up Black Two or White Two, whichever one, because if it's like what you're describing, I need to play that. It's so good. I I don't know. I I just love that generation. Maybe the most. I don't know. It, it's it's between that one and Gen Two. You know, Gen 1 will always be, like, in my heart, be, like, my favorite, you know. I like Gen 1 in its very buggy way. Uh, Gen 2 is my favorite, but I think Gen 1 would probably be number 2. If I were to, like, be unbiased and look at them all, like, critically, I think 5, it just, it was so good. It had, you know, all new monsters, they're all exciting. Um, It nailed the sprite artwork which you know they went moved to the 3d models after that and i just didn't like them um yeah so i think they're the prettiest pokemon games they have full moving sprites um Mm -hmm. when you get all the pokemon in it like after you beat the game you get access to more old pokemon um there's a lot of stuff to do after you beat the game i don't know those are just my my favorites I i will say black and white definitely had some of the best post-game stuff. Uh, I, I remember there Probably. being a ton of stuff for me to find and still do after I beat those games. Like, there were a bunch of legendaries to go find. There was, like, the Black City and White Forest thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I remember it took me quite a while to finish the post-game, and that was probably the most impressive part of that game. I, I don't know, I... Pokemon games are weird because I think everybody has their favorite, and every, you can pick each one apart and find things that are wrong with it. Like, Gen 1 has a lot of bugs, you know, and there's some, as far as type matchup goes, Psychic is a little too overpowered. Um, 
and I don't know, like Gen 3 has too much water or whatever, like whatever you want your criticism to be. Um, but all these games, I think the lowest one I would give, like Black and White was my least favorite, it's still like a 9 out of 10 for me. Like, these are still really good games. Yeah, they're all still really Gen good games, so I should much. point out. Gen 4 is my bottom game. Mm. And then I think I, I really like... really like Gen 4. I don't like Gen 4. Gen 4 was the one that um, got me, like, back really into Pokemon. I don't know, like, I See, had a bunch of friends that, that were really excited. Pokemon. Yeah, it was my senior year of high school, I think, and, like, I had a bunch of friends that were like, oh, hey, there's a new Pokemon game coming out, and, like, pure nostalgia-fueled uh, run, they were just like, oh, let's all get the new Pokemon game and we can battle and trade or whatever. Which, I never ended up battling or trading any of them, but it was fun to talk to them about Pokemon stuff, so... I think what I like about Gen 4 is that they added a lot of new evolutions to old Pokemon. Yeah. And they really haven't done that since then. I think they did Sylveon, and that's about it. In the Mega Evolution. I keep hoping that the new games have new evolutions for older Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so they took out Mega Evolutions... And kind replaced of. them with the Z Z moves. Kind of. Uh, um, you can still make it evolve. I didn't like that. Yeah, but there's it, no. It wasn't a focus. I think yeah. after the, I think that one of the first post game things is um, somebody gives you a Alkazamite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just not the same. Like they didn't add any new Mega Evolutions, and no. Uh, honestly, I'd rather see Mega Evolutions come back than the Z Crystal thing again. Oh, I think Mega Evolutions kind of stupid. Yeah, but if they're going to do something... Because, like, now that they've done the Mega Evolutions, like, the Z-Crystal thing was their way of kind of including that, but not having to make new Mega Evolutions. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the Mega Evolution thing was more special than the Z-Crystal. What yeah. I thought was weird about Mega Evolution is that, like, none of the Pokemon from X and Y Mega Evolved. Hmm. You know, all yeah. the Pokemon that yeah. Mega Evolved were old Pokemon. Yeah, it's... Yeah. They always focus on the older Pokemon. Story-wise, that's really ones. weird, because it's like, oh, hey, the Kalos region is the first one that's got this Mega Evolution crystal, but yet none of the Pokemon that are native to the Kalos region uh, Mega Evolve. It's all, like, Kanto and Johto region Pokemon. So, yeah, that was kind of weird. And I never beat uh, Omega Ruby, but, like, the Primal Reversion stuff, like, is that just Mega Evolving? Kind of. I think so. It, it's, it is, but it's not. I don't know, it's weird. They explain it, but I don't know. They don't really get it either. But, um, I think if, unless anybody else has anything to say, I think this is it. We'll wrap it up. Um, next time I think we're going to have a Shantae podcast, so Car Carmen's going to be in charge of that, so. Yeah, spoilers. That should be. Yeah, spoiler I mean, for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, it's not a spoiler. I mean, we're just gonna talk about Shantae. I mean, I'm not. I I don't really play Shantae, but yeah, Carmine is, and there'll be other people there. Yeah, so the people um, that are gonna be on it, they're the ones that like backed that Kickstarter. I'm actually mm -hmm. reviewing. I think I'm mm -hmm. reviewing Half Genie Zero for the site, but the people who backed it and got early access to it and have played it and stuff, they're gonna be on the podcast next time talking about it. Yep, and they will have all their thoughts on the latest Shantae game. 
And, um, yeah, I think that's it. So for everybody, I'm Brian Rose, and this has been Connectivity, and we will see you later. Yep. See ya. Bye. From Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny. Santa, please, with your ho, ho, ho. Put them both under the mistletoe. Brock's kicking it and it's a gas. At the Pokemon Christmas Bash. Who's that Pokemon? At the Pokemon Christmas Bash. Who's that Pokemon? Brock's kicking it and it's a gas. Who's that Pokemon? At the Pokemon Christmas Bash. Who's that on Christmas Day. Team Rocket's having a blast at the Pokemon Christmas Bash. Who's that Pokemon at the Pokemon Christmas Bash? Who's that Pokemon? It's Brock, Misty, and Ash. Who's that Pokemon? Team Rocket's having a blast. Who's that Pokemon? Happy Holidays from the Pokemon cast. Who's that Pokemon Christmas Bash Who's that Pokemon? Diggle, diggle. Squat, 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 Who's that Pokemon? At the Pokemon Christmas Bash Who's that Pokemon? At the Pokemon Christmas Bash Who's that Pokemon? At
Christmas back.